Okay, you guys, it's me, Erica Reddick, here at AmFest. I'm super excited to have on our next guest. Now, Mr. Braden Sorbo, I've interviewed both of your parents, mm -hmm. both of whom are absolutely fabulous, and uh, I didn't know that you too were an author. Okay, so what does it say? The BS Guide to Politics, Understanding Current Events Through Sarcasm. Okay, so Braden, tell me what inspired, you're a young man, How? tell everybody how old you are. I'm 22 years old. You're 22 years old. You said, I don't wanna to go to college, and your parents were like, fine, so what are you gonna do instead? And you said, I'm gonna become an author. Pretty much, I graduated and I decided, you know, I was, it was a toss up. I wanted to be an actor and oh, okay. I figured I didn't necessarily need a degree to stand in front of a camera, right? No, not really. <laughs> so I decided to write a book instead. Right. And I was mulling over all the options in my mind going, what should I talk about? And it ultimately boiled down to, I'm a class clown. I like making people laugh. I've always been involved in politics and saying controversial things. Why don't I combine the two? Because there's too many people in politics right now, one, don't understand what they're saying yep. and what the words actually mean, but two, <laughs> who, who are just angry. And politics it's is such so a heavy, true. dense, angry, hate-filled sphere uh, that you just get stuck in it like a bubble. It is. And so my book is a light-hearted take on politics. Well, what is it they call, like, YouTube, certain YouTube channels, they call it rage porn? Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like exactly. everybody's so mad and it's like, in order to, like, increase the anger and like marinate in it they watch people who are just angry yelling cussing and yeah, stuff like that exactly and not even they may not even be providing a, a good take on the conversation most of the time they aren't they're just yelling and since they have the emotion behind it that's all you really need and that's you know so one of the things we do at generally irritable is we do comedic shorts you like to add comedy i mean obviously it's me riding an eagle okay yeah this, that's a real photo too this is i took this is what i did i said <laughs> i said i want you to take my actual photo and put it on a person in armor riding an eagle in armor i mean i tried to get as silly as possible it's i would say that's pretty serious right taking back america i like it taking back america one laugh at a time because this is what you said comedy is one of those things that you can use that breaks through all that salaciousness all yeah. of that noise and so what now a lot of young people a lot of people your age would not consider themselves conservative or on the right or a republican or anything like that do you feel like it was your parents that influenced you? Where do you think you got your, um, how do you feel like you were influenced in your positions on politics? I was polarized by social media as a whole. My parents definitely had a great impact on my upbringing. Obviously, they're my Obviously, parents, you know, right. and I was homeschooled, so I spent a majority of my time as a child, as an adolescent, as a teenager with them, and I'm very grateful for that. It, it molded me into a much better person than most public schoolers <laughs> I know, at least, you know, I, that's what I like to think. But, you know, it, it, it really boils down to the polarizing side of politics where mm. we're, what we're seeing now where the left is eating itself, essentially. You see the oh, people storming the Democratic yeah. Capitol and they can't do anything about it. They've created a monster that they can no longer control. Mm. And so what I've noticed is the people who cater to the mob can only cater to the mob so long before the mob eats them. And at that point I decided, you know, it might be better to just go against the mob from the start 
because then I know I'm against them. If I'm catering to them, they could turn on me whenever. <gasps> but if I'm against them from the beginning, I know that they don't like me and that, you know, works in my favor. Isn't that so wise? That is actually a really wise thought because it otherwise you are then constantly in fear. Oh, what's up, man? Um, you're <laughs> constantly in fear about um, Am I gonna get canceled? What do What do I have to say? Right, you're then thinking about, oh man, I don't want to offend anybody, or what you do I gotta do? Can't be canceled do? if you don't care. Oh, there's a. Do you know the comedian Matt Reif? Yes. Sure. Yeah, he yeah, posted yeah. an apology to his Instagram. He said, "Look for all those offended, please." click the link here to my formal apology and it was special needs helmets and everyone got really really mad at him for that and then in another Even show he told a six-year in a comment section or something he told a six-year-old that his mom would be buying him presents with only fans money and people are getting mad at him i'm going he's a comedian <laughs> all he's doing is doubling down because he knew from the beginning that the mob would turn on him so yeah. he didn't cater to the social media he he had the good looks and he had the charm and he had the, the crowd work and so it carried him so far but once the mob realized wait this guy might not be a leftist they yeah. went hold on a second and he's doubling down and it's amazing it's good seeing someone with his fame kind of fight back and yeah. it's it's really honestly the things that he's doing for comedy are great and that's what I'm trying to do on social media with my comedy is is make people think you know actually yeah. force a conversation right make comedy funny again <laughs> uh, no seriously think about it the way that like late night shows are now, right? It used to be that the, the late night shows were comics and they would tell jokes and it would be funny. But now they're talking like they want they want they want clapping, right? They want to be recognized as being uh, the voice of the establishment rather than actually challenging the establishment and making fun of it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I do. It's exactly that. You have tons of writers who are thinking, you know, well, maybe this is funny, but they're writing for an audience of politicians. They're not writing for people mm. anymore. People want to laugh. The entire point of comedy is to challenge the narrative. Comedy yeah. is supposed to be subjective, right? Yeah. What you may find funny, I might not. But right. that's the beauty of it. And that's that's why we have comedy. And that's there's so much. Uh, I remember there there was a time uh, when I was a little bit more uppity than I am today, and there were things that would offend me. Like I'd hear comedians tell like a rape joke or something like that, and I'd be like, "That's not funny! How dare you!" Uh, you know, and I'd get all mad and offended. But there is a reason for all of those things, and most of the time, now not everybody. Some people have terrible attitudes, but. The majority of the time, I feel like good comedians are really trying to challenge the narrative. They're trying to challenge the establishment and 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 bring forward what the average American is actually thinking, right? And so, so how do you, when you, when you sat down to write this book, when you get out there and you want to do comedy, what are you keeping like in the top of your mind to? Um, to keep you on track, to, to keep you lighthearted, and to not buy into the rage mob? Uh, not much. I like to tell people I have two brain cells, and they're both fighting for third place. <laughs> you know, I, I, there's not much going on up there, you know. The, the wheel's spinning, but the hamster's dead, and, and that's the best way that, that I like to phrase it. That is not people, true. <laughs> that is not true. When, when you aren't focused on what other people are thinking, you, you're a lot happier. You know, I went out, I do country dancing, West Coast and country swing, and I picked yeah. it up this past year, and I've just, I've loved it. And I've been going out to country bars wherever I travel. I don't know anybody there. 
But the second you realize that it really doesn't matter what people think, whether it is with comedy, whether it is with going out, whether it is just, you know, doing something, yes. you will actually enjoy what you're doing a whole lot more. It and so, so I true. went and I danced with a bunch of different people. I made a bunch of friends. And now when I go back, I have more people to talk to, right? Same thing goes with comedy. When I go and I, I tell jokes to groups of people, when people react, it tells me, all right, this is someone I wouldn't want to be friends with, or this is someone I would want to be friends with based yes. off their reaction. Yes. It's like when I meet a girl, I'm like, I want eight kids within the first 10 minutes of meeting. If they're not okay with that, then I can leave. But at least I found that out quickly. Right? Get it done and over with. Exactly. Rip the Band-Aid off. We don't have to be friends. We don't have to be cool. No hard feelings. Move around. I think, though, it's so fascinating because the the sense of belonging, right? The sense of belonging, identity, things like that are so important to us that people will forego their own beliefs, their own, their own truth, if you will, um, in order to be part of a crowd. Yeah. And and so I think that a comedian, first and foremost, you really can't care. I mean, yeah. I, I tell jokes, we do comedic shorts that I think are funny and make me laugh. I make myself laugh hysterically over dumb stuff. And I just have to assume that other people are also going to think it's funny. Well, someone will tell me, oh, that wasn't funny. I go, that's great. My target audience is myself. So I don't care if you didn't enjoy it. I liked it. Yeah. But a lot of people don't realize that uh, when it comes to comedy, right? Humans are, we, we like to pair bond with other humans. Ooh. We work better in okay. crowds. That is, mm. that that's what we do. Yes. Right? And so when people say things that are polarized, when people say things that are that are charged politically, that, that could divide potentially, people don't like it. Yeah. Like people get, they, they get tense, they kind of stand off, they, they don't want to necessarily engage with that person because, okay, he said something that was, that was inflammatory. If I engage with him, maybe there's a chance that people see me as inflammatory too, so I should probably stay back and people need to not be afraid of that as much. Yeah. Like I, I said, comedy is subjective. What you may not have found funny 10 years ago, you find funny now. Absolutely. Okay, so Braden Sorbo, yes. tell everybody where, okay, the BS Guide to Politics, where can they buy this book? Where can they find out more about it? They can go to sorbostudios.com. They can get my shirt here too. It says, take steroids. <clears throat> I'm losing my voice. I've been speaking so much already. Um, <laughs> so now, do you actually think people should take steroids? It depends on the steroids. I, the I can all do a cycle in a little bit, maybe. We'll I see mean, how hey, I, hey. when I hit 25, 30. People take steroids all the time. Like, albuterol or whatever it is. Nothing, no, nothing crazy, nothing crazy. The inhaler for asthma is exactly. a steroid. Exactly. So maybe people really should take steroids. Maybe they should. I, don't I have know. a whole I have a whole brand of these shirts that are all available on the website as well. I have the Futures Patriarchy. I have fun <laughs> ones like that. Okay, so you're a troll. Okay. A little bit. So it should say Braden the Troll Sorbo on it's a fine here. Nickname. I'll, I love I'll it. Wear that I love with it. Pride. Okay, Sorbo Studios. That's where they can get your book. That's where they can get your merch. Yes. And where, if they want to follow you on social media, how do they look you up? Braden Sorbo on any and all platforms. That's it. That's it. That's it. And I keep it simple. B R A E D E N. Yeah, Braden. I keep it simple. My parents didn't when they named me. They did not. My dad told me it was between Braden and Beer Fart, though, so I'm glad he chose that one. You are so your father's son. <laughs> Thank we you. got to we got to interview your parents in New Hampshire at the first in the nation summit. So they they were there uh, with their books and sharing. And um, when I saw your dad's custom suit mm -hmm. with his tweets on the vest, 
I was like, who is this guy? Yeah. And then he, he was like clowning our other guests as we were doing interviews and things like that. Um, so we just, we just thought your parents were so delightful. And she, and you, so your mom came by today and she was like, our son is here. And I was like, dude, bring him by. You have offspring. We need to meet him. The show goes like to have fun. I love it. Say? You, I love it. I, it's obvious that you, that you had a good upbringing, that you know how to have some fun. Y'all get this book, the BS guide to politics. It's got it's first of all you got andrew clavin on the back andrew here Clavin, governor huckabee mike lindell from my pillow dc drano brandon tatum off love it. tatum did the forward uh, we, we got some good people in here so this is like you've got a, a it's a dictionary it's a dictionary. A whole dictionary it's a perfect gift i don't know when this will air but if it's before christmas people should buy oh, it oh yeah this is y'all this is a great gift it's a great, a great stocking gift. stuffer it's a great it'll pair well with our book, Reasons to Trust. Okay. Here we go. If you want sarcasm and silliness, here. No, this take, is the combo take right a here. Look, take a look. This is. I read this already. Okay. Oh, it's a yeah. great read. I highly recommend it. So you need this book of here. definitions to be able to get to read our book. Yeah. Otherwise, you won't understand it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Brayden. Thank, Thank you for you. joining us today, and we'll see y'all soon.